Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Zealous State of Mind podcast of the Guru Gaines. Uh, today's episode is a good friend um, met through some Bible studies. My cousin Marty and her husband uh, Pete, uh, the Freedom Series. Uh, welcome to the show, AJ Hi. or Andrew Andrew Johnson, <laughs> aka. Probably no one knows me by then. But, uh, <laughs> hello, everybody. <laughs> so yeah, I wanted to get uh, AJ on. Uh, yeah, from the Bible studies. Um, you know, I guess a bit of context uh, as I, as as to why I wanted to get AJ on. So you know, I've, I grew up in in the church, uh, Catholic. My mom pretty much forced us to go, like most island parents. <laughs> yeah. um, and we had uh, locker every night. And um, as I got older, you know, my, I studied the word of my auntie. Maybe it was like thirteen, fourteen, and then I was like, oh. Um, like I, I'm learning for myself as opposed to being what to talk, you know what yeah, I, what um, to believe and just being told what to believe. Mm-hmm. I was reading the words for myself properly. I, I I didn't realize like all those years. I guess I learned stuff and soak things in, but I wasn't really thinking for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, just being told. But then when I studied with her, I was reading for myself and thinking about it, and um, yeah, it made sense. And it was talking about like baptism. Um, that was a big thing. I was like, oh, I was a baby. I didn't really know what I was doing. I wasn't an adult. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't mature. Don't remember anything. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, you know, when I looked into it, it had like full immersion. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, I think I need to be baptized and, and start my walk. And I guess like I was like a lot of people, I was like, oh, I need to tidy my life up and all that. But then when I read about the eunuch and a few other people, they just got baptized there and then yeah. when they believed and mm. um, they understood what they were doing. And so I was like, oh, there's water. Yeah. Jump <laughs> on yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> that was go. that was the start of the journey. And then so I've been to different Bible studies since then and different churches through friends and family. And uh when I w- when I went to study with Peter Marty and then we did the Freedom series which was really cool. And then I knew you were running a Bible study and you know, I was keen to fellowship, learn the word, hang out with uh, other like-minded people, you know, Christians and that and but I really was drawn to your study man because of the um I guess another felt like we went a little bit deeper, a little bit of um, mm. we got beyond the fluff a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. know if that's the right word, but dig we, right in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess for the listeners, that's sort of why I wanted to get this guy on. Um, yeah. So tell us a little bit about your journey, how you got into your studies, and mm. how you came to. Yeah, it's a bit of a long story. But yeah, I'll, yeah. No, it's I'll good. We got down. the time. Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah, take yeah. your time. Okay. Um, so similarly, I was brought up Catholic. Um, but I think we probably stopped going to church when I was about seven, six or seven, just after you do like your reconciliation and confirmation in yeah, Catholic yeah. church, all that thing. Um, but yeah, then we stopped going to church, but I, I still went to Catholic school. So I went to Marist primary in Mount Albert and then best school in the universe, St. Peter's College. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've heard of them before. (laughs) (laughs) May have heard, may have heard. Yeah, and so a lot of that, uh, through that kind of whole phase of my life, it was, I just kind of saw the priest as the guy that does everything. And we just had to kind of show up, tick a few boxes, maybe go to confession or whatever, say some Hail Marys, say some lord's prayers and and then all good then you're good um but it was never uh, in my younger years it was never my own relationship and it was never like a big important thing it was a kind of like yeah god's there somewhere in a box 
um, that you open up at Easter and Christmas. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. yeah, those kind of things. Um, so it wasn't until I was 17 and uh, one of my boys from school, Canaan, he invited me to Parachute, uh, which is a big music festival, um, Christian music festival. And so I went there, didn't really know anything about it, and um, met a whole bunch of boys that were like the youth leaders at uh, CCF and Calston, um, where I currently go to church. And yeah, so I met all these guys and saw all these things um, they had like Israel was on and um, Israel Horton and uh, Darlene from Hillsong and there was this whole big thing and I was like, oh, all these people are weird, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was cool. Yeah, yeah. And so um, after that, they kind of um, got me into church. They uh, would come pick me up and would yeah go to start going to church. But the whole kind of thing. Uh, that really drove me into my word was probably realizing that I didn't know anything really about God, but he seemed like a really important guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, um, I, I have to unlearn a whole bunch of stuff and I have to relearn a whole bunch of stuff. And I can't just rely on a priest to do everything for me. I have to have my own relationship with him. Um, and so the CCF blessed me like crazy. There was so many people that um, hung around me, like a whole bunch of my youth leaders. I'd get picked up from home. I'd get taken from church to to eat every week. And... I'd probably see someone from church maybe every second day. Sometimes I'll come home and they're already at my house on the couch like, oh yeah, sup um, <laughs> your mom's just making a curry for dinner and uh, <laughs> it'll be ready about half an hour. Oh, thanks man. Thanks. Um, so it was that kind of thing and I was, I was just surrounded. Um, my pastor, Derek, Derek Jones, he would come and pick me up at... 5.30, 6 a.m. in the morning, and I'm not a morning person, um, he come pick me up and he discipled me. Um, so me and a couple of the other boys um, from church, um, and then I'd turn up at prayer meetings and there was like uh, Ronnie Clark and Michael Jones and uh, Auntie Kathy, Kathy Collins, um, they're praying and then um, Peter Heath, who you mentioned, he's another guy who used to just call me randomly like, oh, AJ, can you help us serve? Or can you help us move these office building stuff to another place? And um, and then he'd shout a feed and then he'd introduce me to other people, um, other people that were uh, like a guy, Tui, was running boot camps. And then he also taught me how to play poker. <laughs> and then so they, like, yeah. And I just, I was so blessed in my um I learned real quick that I don't know anything. <laughs> um, and so I used to ask a lot of questions uh, to my youth leaders. And a couple of them, Cornelia and Debs Leo and I, um, they, they would take me to um, study with a guy, John McEwen, who uh, was running a Bible study out in Green Lane. And there was another like 
early morning 6.30 a.m. thing and I was like man I, I'm not a morning person and so they were like oh you can come sleep on our couch and we'll just when you just wake up get in the car and we'll go like, <laughs> <laughs> sweet um, and then their older brother Mac Leon I um, he came back um, I think it's from Europe he came back to New Zealand with him and his wife uh, Ellie and I started uh, they started running a Bible study so I started going to, well, I think first of all, he and John McEwen started this whole diploma of theology. So I was going to studies three or four times a week, plus we'll have our young adults thing, plus church, plus discipleship. So I was like, every second day was like learning more, learning more, learning more. Mm. And... um not a lot of implementation <laughs> um, or application at that time, um, but yeah, it definitely gave me a great foundation. Um, and then, yeah, Mac, um, he started his own Bible study, which I went to for a few years, and uh, they, so Mac and Ali, they studied under a guy called Arnold Fruchtenbaum, who um, is a Messianic Jew, so a Jew who believes that Jesus is Messiah, and he um, he just knows so much about the Bible. He yeah, he's a whole story on his own. Um, but yeah, that's where McAnally would uh, learn from as well, and they um, would teach his resources um, to me. Uh, yeah, so yeah. that's kind of where my love for the Word came from was all these different people inputting into my life plus me realizing I don't know anything but I should mm. <laughs> at least try yeah 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 that's cool man thanks Shane um, did you always have like a, a, f a feeling or belief that there was something like because I always mm. felt there was something yeah. as a kid even yeah. though I um, similar to yourself I just sort of went but I didn't really create my own relationship but I knew and I believed mm. But I just didn't dive into it or, yeah. um, I guess, make the extra effort or that type of thing. But I always believed and, and felt something. Did you, was you like that? Yeah, he was yeah. always there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't know anything about him. Yeah. yeah. I, I wonder, um, like, what other people who don't believe, like, do they have that as well or not? I, you know what I mean? Because mm. I feel like it's been pretty innate for me from birth. Yeah, yeah. Or as far back as I can remember. Yeah. That there's always been a God, like... Um, I don't know if that's just because my mom's always um, mm. talked about God and the Bible and Jesus. Yeah. If, you know? Yeah. Like there was never a time where I was like sort of lost with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean, eh? Yeah, I'm Like similar, there was nothing? Yeah, because uh, even like, because um, I went to Catholic school, so we learned a whole bunch of Bible stories since, uh, yeah, since I can remember. Yeah, um, I was always like, yeah, Adam and Eve and Noah's Ark and Daniel in the lion's den, and so it wasn't really anything that I questioned. It was just like, oh yeah, there's a God somewhere, yeah, and makes... yeah, He's there and He loves me. Um, but yeah, I didn't really um, know Him or feel the need to get to know Him until I was yeah my teenage years. Yeah, I got um, a cousin and. He was the same as us, a Catholic, but um, we, we would hang out and we were pretty tight uh, mm. throughout teenage. I was more young and then teenage. But then, like, um, 
all of a sudden, he, out of nowhere, he rocked up with my aunties and he um, he wanted to be baptized and join the church and that. Oh, wow. And I was just thinking like, man, so people just know, people know in a way, mm. yeah, in a yeah. way, um, somewhere, but he never brought it up. Ah, you know, he never happened. talked about it. Yeah, and then just recently, another, my cousin's um, husband, mm. he, he, he's been coming. He's always believed, yeah, he, he went to St. Peter's as well. And, oh, must be a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> he is actually, yeah, <laughs> but you know, he, and I was like, oh, true, like people, I don't know. There's a, there's just a couple of examples of, Mm. I was just thinking about is it innate like how do people know or do they ignore it or that type of thing yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like there's a yeah a big spectrum like their whole saying the Lord works in mysterious ways mm. um, and I think yeah also growing up um, as a Pacific Islander or Maori there's always some like there's a spiritual element in our culture yeah, I think yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah most of the people that I grew up with, if not all of them, knew he was there, mm. kind of thing. Yeah, whether they did anything about it or not was is a different story. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So you had all these uh, beautiful people uh, from CCF, like help guide you along in your journey mm. and encourage you and support you and everything. Yeah, and yeah. you started the Bible studies with Mac and Ellie. Yeah, Mac and Ellie. Yeah, and then you did you jump. Dive straight in with the um, the studies with um, through Arnold and that. Yeah, so or was that a gradual thing? Yeah, that was a gradual thing. Um, Arnold's um, his, his delivery is very monotone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's a guy that kind of um, believes in taking out the human element, and it's just you and the scripture kind of thing. Um, so you don't get distracted by all his cool jokes and all his like yeah whatever um yeah it's just like you and the word and you learn and you and the lord and you learn kind of thing um so that it was cool listening to mac because his delivery is not like that so it's yeah a lot easier and plus arnold has an accent um that's probably hard to understand the first time you come across his stuff um but yeah mac mac was awesome he is yeah he is such a busy guy as well. Um, mm. But, so, him and Ellie, they always, well, I wouldn't say always, but they told me a few times, uh, AJ, you're going to be a teacher. <laughs> you're going to teach the word. True. Is that yeah, early on? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, no way. Because I, I have never liked public speaking. Always at school, I was, I was always sick when it was time to do speeches. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was sick for however long it takes to yeah. the teacher forgets and yeah, I don't write it out. Write yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, can you just read it here <laughs> or whatever? You know? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I was always kind of like, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> and then, um. So I, it's around yeah. So then it was around 2015. Um. And mum had uh, breast cancer, and there was a whole bunch of other stuff happening. It was like a real hard year, but so she just got over it. And then um, I was like wanting to kind of, I was working at Westpac in the call center, and then I was trying to like question my life, like, where am I? <laughs> uh, what am I meant to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we all have those moments. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's very like midlife crisis y kind yeah. of stuff. <laughs> and then, yeah. um, 
but not that it affected me hard out emotionally but um so yeah then i was like at work i spend a lot of time um on like different websites like uh places to visit before you die and that kind of thing and that's when i where i discovered the seychelles and um so i was like oh cool the seychelles looks amazing it's got golden sand white uh yeah white golden sand blue as water weird rock kind of things that look really stunning um and at the same or uh, and just before that my brother had um told me to get into diving and so i recently got my diving license and i was like yep yeah, i'm gonna go to the seashells and i found this organization called gvi and they uh, basically offered a spot where you volunteer for um certain time and then you get your advanced license and they teach you marine conservation so i was going over there thinking yep this is my well this, i was trying to see if this was going to be my career and my life's journey yeah, 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 yeah like what a life living on a boat and taking people diving yeah it's, it's pretty cool be, yeah yeah it's gonna be great i only have to work in summer mostly yeah <laughs> yeah yeah sun and yeah. yeah yeah all the things i love um so I went over there for three months, but the the big thing that I um, that I think the Lord put on my heart was um, forget about the fish. You have to focus on people. Mm. And I was like, oh, <laughs> but people are diving too. Like, <laughs> I was like, forget about the fish. Think about the people. Right, right. And I was like, ah, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So I get back. Um, I get back like on a Sunday or something. Um, go to Bible study a couple of days later, and I see McAnally. And McAnally, so they um, go over to this camp in New York called Camp Shoshana um, that's run by Arnold Fruchtenbaum. And it's so the camp has like a five year curriculum, and they had done four of the years. And so they were planning the next year to go um, to do their last year of their camp. And I was like, oh! Maybe, maybe this is the thing. Maybe I need to go learn how to be Christian really well. And <laughs> that's how I focus on people. Right, um, right, right. So I was like, oh, cool. I'll I'll come with you guys. And um, Ellie goes, oh, no. What you should do is Arnold's running a tour in Israel. And it's the last tour he's going to do. And he's been doing tours there for like 40 plus years. Yeah. So I was like, ah, oh, okay, I'll, I'll try to do the tour. And the, so the tour was in May of the next year. And um, I was like, okay, I'll jump on that. But I, I didn't have any money because I just spent it all in the Yeah, 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 yeah. Three <laughs> um, months, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I didn't have any money left. I didn't have any leave. I was a negative leave because I'd just gone over. Um, but yeah, thankful that my boss let me go in the first place. Um, and yeah, so I was like, okay, uh, um, I'll pray about it. If it's God's will, it's God's bill. Something Nick Tuitasi always says. God's will, God's bill. It's like, sweet, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's, so, that's cool. Man. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, praying about it, praying about it. And the um, the big kind of thing that I got was live as if you are going. And I was like, okay, mm. interesting. So it's not a yes, but it's not a no. Yeah. Um, live as if you are going, okay. And so I worked out the finances and I figured out 
if I saved every cent that <laughs> I was given from my job, it still wouldn't be enough to jump on this tour. <laughs> and not to mention paying board and paying for food and gas and all yeah. all this kind of stuff. Um, I was like, okay, God's will, God's will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, mean, mean faith. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so... So I, um, I think I mentioned before my mum had um, breast cancer, and yeah. so when she, she, I don't think she knew, but she had upgraded her insurance some time ago when she was in Australia. One time they randomly called her, and she was just trying to get them off the phone. So she was like, "Yep, yep, 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 do whatever, do whatever, do whatever." Yep, agreed to everything, um, but it worked out that um, she. Because she wasn't, it didn't work for six months. Um, she had some kind of trauma caliber where if you don't work for a certain period, you get this payout. Yeah. Um, and the payout was big enough that can pay all mum and dad's bills, and there was some left over that <laughs> I could take to Israel. Me, mum, yeah. mum, please, your favorite son. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I was like, oh, cool, money. Um, it's crazy yeah yeah and then so but i also i talked to my boss this uh, second week that i've come back from the seychelles (laughs) and i'm like oh man um next year (laughs) can i go to uh israel for five weeks and he was like what you just got back and like you're you're still a negative leave (laughs) and i was like oh yeah and i i explained my whole big sob story and (laughs) it's like please 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 and he's like okay um give it to me in an email um it has to get approved by my boss's boss's boss so like the the chief risk officer yeah. in the bank had to approve it um i was like okay cool send it in didn't hear anything back for a while um and then the other thing i had to sort out was um getting onto the tour so i, I applied to get onto the tour and they came back and said oh sorry um you've your uh, the tour is already full. We'll put you on the waiting list. Um, True. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, if it's God's will, <laughs> it's God's will. Give me that. Um, so anyway, so November is basically when I've asked my boss all these things. Gets to Christmas, last day of work before Christmas, and um, my boss puts a, a letter on my desk, and he says, "You're the best. Oh, you've got the best boss in the world." And I look at it, and my leave's approved. Leave. And I was like, oh wow. yeah. And so, um, what it meant was I had to purchase leave. So, out of my um, salary, they took like two hundred dollars a fortnight, and then it meant when I went to Israel, I'd get paid like annual leave. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Um, so I was like, cool. And he's like, you better hurry up. And talk to payroll. They might be leaving early because it's Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. They want to get out of there. So I run up the stairs and the payroll lady's like closing down her windows. About to go. Oh, no. It's only 3.30. <laughs> like, wait, 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 wait. One more, one more, one more. Please, please. You're like, trying to leave early. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not today. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and then she's like, oh, yeah. Okay, cool. This will only take two minutes. Like, oh, perfect. So she sorts it out. It's all done. So my purchase leave's done. Um, I got the money and my, um, so I'm just waiting to hear back about the, if I actually get on the tour, otherwise I just have to cancel everything. Um, then it's not until Boxing Day, um, and I get an email and it's like, oh, Arnold's decided to take an extra nine people. 
And the reason is, is because his wife is um, quite sick and one of her caregivers, he wanted to take to Israel. And so he's like, oh, but the tour is full, but I want to take you. So I'll just take a whole extra nine people. Um, I was like, and so because of that, then I got a spot on the on the tour. I was like, oh, yes, <laughs> praise the Lord. <laughs> so it's all working out. Eh? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So all the bits and pieces. Yeah. So, so I get on the tour um, and... They, he see, uh, Arnold sends me this list of books that um, for pre-reading and there's like I'm sure it's like 500 plus dollars worth of books and like um, we had to go through our Bibles and underline all the place names in like um, certain books so we could get ourselves familiar with the places mm. that we're going to see and so I was like oh I used all my mum's money. Um, I've already purchased my leave. Um, and so I don't have any extra money. I can't get these books. Um, I was like, oh, that's all right. I'll just yeah, pray about it. Put it out into the world. God's will, God's bill. <laughs> um, so I, I'm catching up with uh, Auntie Kathy. Uh, so Kathy Collins, she's uh, Pastor Derek's sister. I'm catching up with her. And I'm like, yeah, Auntie, I just got on this tour blah 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 telling my story i just need these books but i don't know and she's like oh i'm catching up with a lady soon for lunch um she loves all this uh jewish culture stuff and she's pro she probably knows arnold she probably has some resources we can ask her i was like ah oh, cool okay this lady comes along lovely lady um tell her my big sob story and she's like oh come over home we've got we've got a whole bunch of resources that you can probably um take um so go over to their place uh, a couple weeks later and she's got some really good resources she's like yeah take whatever you like um but she doesn't have the books that i need I'm like oh that's <laughs> all right um, i'm pushing it here god's already opened all these doors yeah, yeah. um so anyway I'm, about, I'm saying goodbye about to leave and then her neighbor comes in and then she goes, sees the neighbor like oh this guy's going on a tour with Arnold and then the neighbor's like oh I went on Arnold's tour I've got all the books <laughs> do you need the books wow it's <laughs> crazy yeah yeah so she runs back to her house brings this whole box um, and yeah got all the books wow yeah. so just like, for her friend yeah yeah what are the chances that she rocks up I know yeah crazy and yeah yeah so she's got the books I need um, I've got the money and I've got the the leave everything's all approved yeah. um and even to the point so i i booked my flight um to israel to go through hong kong and um i made it a long stopover like 16 hours so i could just go and eat all the food because <laughs> i was like yeah they do like duck and like roast pork and like dim sum yum cha and i was like yeah, yeah i'll just i'll just eat and then i'll go back to the airport but so anyway my, the last day of work um, is my last pay before I go, and I just changed it all into Israeli money because I was like, oh, I yeah, I'll need some money when I'm in Israel. And then uh, I'm walking out of the office, and my mate from work, Tilly, he's there, and I had, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'd been doing uh, Bible studies with him yeah, and the yeah, Freedom yeah. Course, and um, as I'm walking out, and I've got a box of stuff, and then he's like, oh, bro, and he slips this. Um, envelope in my pocket and still he's such a generous guy I like kind of knew and I was like nah you don't have to do it and he's like no no take it just take it and then so I go and then I find out later he's like giving me some money 
so that I have money for food in Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> so not only is the Lord opening all these doors to get me to Israel on this tour and stuff, He's even providing in abundance so that I can go and get high cholesterol <laughs> for all the pork that I eat. Um, and I was just like, yeah, praise the Lord. Yeah. So, yeah. so then I, I'm, I'm sitting in Israel and every day we have a devotion um, every morning. And um, so the next day it was my, um, it was my turn to share. And um, I was just going to share that whole story. And I was like, this is my testimony of how I got to Israel and how this whole thing happened. Um, so I'm like writing down stuff and praying about it. And then I get this text from Mac. And Mac's like, bro, um, I just got a job down in Wellington. Can you take over study for me? And I was uh, like, oh, <laughs> this is why God opened all these doors so that I can come and learn this stuff and then I can go back and teach just like they've been telling me right. I need to teach. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm just like, ah. Oh. Like, and what is this like, how many years from the moment they told you? Oh, well, one of the times. It would have been like three, four years. Far yeah, up. they've been telling me since I was like maybe 21, 22. Yeah. And then I'm in Israel when I'm like 26. Yeah. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, oh. Yeah. Everything kind of aligned and I was like, oh. But it's like, it's so obvious for other people, but not for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and like, oh, okay. And then, yeah. So then um, there's a bit of a transition period when I got back and um, yeah, there was the whole thing of like, trying to fit into Max shoes and like still <laughs> deliver and like, <laughs> we want Mac back yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, the whole thing plays on you like, um, but yeah it's like I've got my own sayings yeah and, yeah, uh, yeah I'm funnier <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, all those things so how, like, how was that Israel trip man like how, oh, how long was that trip uh, five weeks five weeks yeah uh, well I went a couple of days early um stay in an airbnb with some locals and just kind of see what that's like yeah. um but my my airbnb was uh probably 30 meters from the mediterranean sea yeah. so already it was like amazing yeah <laughs> um, but it's a really weird kind of dynamic because like you get off at the airport and there's like um the army's there and like I was like, oh wow, hey guys, okay. and the like the guns that they have is like as tall as me. True, <laughs> not, true. not that that's that big, but um, <laughs> and so like it's yeah, it's all very intimidating. But I'm I'm like standing in the line to go through the passport control thing, and there's a I meet a Kiwi lady who's also on the tour, and apparently we had caught the same flight, and I was like, oh cool, talking talking, went to the passport control, and then. I get taken for questioning because I got a beard and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah. So anyway, I'm I'm like sitting there for out like probably three four hours. True, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. And they questioned me about like, um, why did you go to the Seychelles? Why were you in Dubai? Why? What's the last holiday that you celebrated? What does your mum and dad do? And I was like, Were they trying to break you down? Yeah, yeah. Were they? Were you sweating or what? I was just like, um, um. <laughs> my dad's like. All good, I don't know. Like, um, I celebrated Easter, um, and yeah, so they, yeah. So it was a full on, like, the movies, all uh, the Christians and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. There wasn't, like, 
in a in like a, one of those rooms with the two way mirrors. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get him, Johnny. We're yeah, gonna get yeah. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You play good cop, I play bad. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just one guy, but yeah, it was like pretty intense. Um, and then so when I finally get out, you walk out in the airport, and it's a train station, and there's a, a soldier sitting there reading a newspaper. And he's got like this big assault rifle next to him, and he's not even paying attention to it. Like anyone could just pick it up. And I was like, "What is happening right here?" And like, like a bag. Yeah, yeah. And then like driving on the way to the Airbnb, and there's like um, places that have been bombed, so it's just like a wreck. And then you go to the next place, and it's like this fancy as mall. And but then you see people driving into the mall and they're checking under the cars for bombs, uh, and I was like, "Oh, this is not like anything I've uh, seen or experienced." Um, so yeah. there was that side of it, but then there's the whole uh, faith side of it. So I saw some real amazing things, um, like the the hill that Goliath stood on when he's calling out. The Israelites. Whoa! And it's like this. Is, I've been learning about the story since like I was young as, and I'm in that place um, where he's calling out to them. Yeah, yeah. Like, cause who's gonna fight? It was me? day after this day. Was like, yeah. so, what was that? It was day after day. Was like, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. Quite a, it was a, I can't it was there long, for a bit. Yeah, yeah. And the Israelites were scared until David comes along. Um, even went to the place where David picked his uh, stones. That he oh, used that. in the slingshot yeah. to um, get Goliath. Some smooth stones, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we, so I went and bought some back. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yep. Is it a stream pocket. or something? Is it a stream? Or? Yeah, but the um, it was all dried up. But right. they they have things called wadis, which is just like dried up rivers. Mm. So in the rainy season, it's full of water, and then in the dry season, it's just completely dry. Yeah. Um, yeah, so stuff like that was really cool. Stuff like um, the Hezekiah Tunnel. So there's oh, a story. The in, water thing, eh? The water. Yeah, there's a there's a story in Kings where the Assyrians are coming down to Jerusalem to attack. And um, back in those days, they would just surround the city and wait for the food and water supply to run out. And then they'll give up. Um, but what Hezekiah does is he realizes the Assyrians are coming. So he... Um, basically blocks up um, a river and diverts it underground into the city. And so the water's just getting there and the Assyrians don't know where the water's coming from. Um, and so that's how they survive and then um, they yeah, sass the Assyrians. And so you can actually go and walk through the tunnel that he built. All right. And it, yeah, and it's like, this thing is like 3,000 years old. And it's like... I've never seen anything that's three thousand years old. Um, um, Hezekiah, if I have a God, if I have a son, God willing, that's the name I like. Oh yeah, yeah that's a that, good one. Yeah, because you know he um, tore down the the snake, whatever the the gods um, that were worshiping in that, and he's close. He's like close to Josiah, mm. that's yeah, my yeah. nephew as well. Ah, so yeah. yeah, yeah. I like the name of, yeah, so yeah, yeah. he's a good king. Yeah. There's, there wasn't many good ones in there. No, no. They were spread out, eh? Yeah, so the yeah the kingdom splits in half after Solomon, and yeah. then in the north there's, uh, they're all bad kings, and yeah. then in the south where Jerusalem is, um, they have good and bad. Man, so walking through those things, like, they're, I mean, like, how do people, um, 
you know, it's in the word. Yeah, yeah. And you're walking through these things. What do they say it is? Um, well, some people just look at it as like these are like the Bible is a collection of stories, but there's no supernatural element. It's just like um, people have told the stories down and down, and there's some evidence. And yeah, Jesus is a historical person, but he didn't raise from the dead and all this kind of thing. Um, so there's there's that whole thing. Plus, in Israel, I think over the years, uh, a lot of it's been commercialized, mm. especially um, in and around Jerusalem. So they, especially under the Romans back in the day, they basically went around saying, oh yeah, this is the spot where Jesus did this, let's build a church. And then, oh, this is the other spot and he healed all these people, let's build a church. And then it turned... And then it's turned into like um, tours where you can make money from it. Ah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some of the tour guides, like they'd take you to a hill and they'll point across and they'll be like, yeah, that's the hill where this and this happened. But then they realize, oh, actually, you can make more money if you say, instead of the hill over there, it's the hill that we're standing on. That's where it happened. Ah, right, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of hard um, to find... Um, Firstly, a, a trustworthy tour guide, and secondly, someone who has done their research and can actually see those kind of things for what it is. True, um, true. And that that's the advantage of um, going with Arnold is because he, he did geography, and he studied the Bible, and he right. did a bit of archaeology. So he kind of, there's a, not that he knows every single thing, um, but he does know a lot in how over history things have changed in mm. different traditions yeah. yeah it's crazy that he had those things aligned because you know it wouldn't be enough just to know the bible or just mm. to have the geography knowledge eh? mm. like to have those yeah to have combination all those yeah yeah all those areas together because yeah, you could know you know some scriptures and stuff but like where is it and all that mm. sort of stuff and, yeah it's a whole oh. thing and even um arnold because he's old he's like in his 70s or 80s I think 70s um, and he apparently went two weeks earlier and he was walking um, five miles a day oh every second day so five miles every second day at his age in the Israeli heat and the whole thing was preparing himself to be able to take us around on this tour and he's very strict on the tour um one of his famous things is walk, don't talk. Because <laughs> he's got a schedule to keep. He gets to a place, he says his spiel, and then he, and then everyone's allowed to take photos. But you're not allowed to take photos until he says his spiel. Um, and so, yeah, he kept a tight schedule. And because he, he's been doing the tours for 40 plus years, he, he took us to places that even the locals don't really know about. Mm. They were like... He's yeah, he's pretty ruthless. There were like one time we pulled over on the motorway, and like in the inside lane, <laughs> not on the side. Um, and he's like, yeah, yeah, we'll just quickly get out, but stay close to the barrier. And he's like, yeah, so this is this, this is this, this is this. Um, when we went to Nazareth, we we went, <laughs> we pulled up at someone's house, and he's like, okay, so um, 
what we're gonna do is we're gonna walk onto this roof quietly. I haven't asked permission, <laughs> but we we'll walk on the roof. It's the best view of Nazareth. So you go, you take your photos, then we'll come back. Then I'll give you a spiel. <laughs> so we all get out of the car. We're all really quiet, and yeah, amazing. Is it scary or what? No, no, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. like it was easy, easily accessible, and he's like, uh, "I've met them a few times, um, and they don't seem to care." Um, yeah. But yeah, don't make any noise, otherwise it'll ruin it, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're like all sneaking up, like getting our pictures of, <laughs> of Nazareth, and yeah, he he takes like random off-road kind of um, tracks that are not on Google Maps. Um, right, right. He's all like he's got a paper map and he's marking out all the every single road that we travelled on. So every night he'd be like, okay, get your maps out and would trace every every step we took basically um so yeah very thorough very full-on um it was what those wake up at six thirty-seven, have breakfast or devotion on the road we'll get back at like five or six some days and then dinner then a lecture then pre-reading then we'll do it all again Damn. so, so it was, yeah full-on schedule was that five days a week, six days, seven days? So in five weeks, we had three days off. <laughs> Far up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So sometimes, and there were some issues because we're all in vans um, rather than a tour bus because the vans can go to places the tour buses can't. Ah, yes, yes. Um, and, but there was times we, one of the vans broke down we were, when we were near the Gaza Strip. <laughs> and so it meant that we had to cancel the rest of the day. Uh, and then so we made it back on yeah uh on our day off we were like oh, okay since we missed it today we'll have a rest and then we'll do it on the day you just switch the days around yeah 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 so yeah so it ended up being three days rest in five weeks <laughs> yeah was his, is his language pretty good um yeah yeah so he, um yeah he speaks english he he does have an accent um, no, I mean um, when you're, you know talking to the locals. And oh that. yes, yeah, yeah. So he speaks Hebrew, um, and he can speak uh, Greek and Aramaic. So he can read scripture in its original form, um, yeah. if need be. Um, but yeah, so he took and because the places we went to, um, he he's been going there for forty plus years. So some of the people he's had long relationships with. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. And he also likes food. Um, so he took us to like, um, this is the best, um, the best Jewish meal that you'll get. This is the best falafel in Israel. This is, yeah, all these different um, places. We stopped at one family's home for a meal. Um, <laughs> yeah. Stopped at another. How many of you? Uh, so there would have been about 27. And uh some family took his all in. Oh yeah, yeah. So they had oh, this right. big table um, on the outside of their house, and they, yeah, they're like, yeah, jump in. Made all different kinds of food. Even I'm not a fish person, but um, got to try fish uh, from the Sea of Galilee. Oh, right. um, yeah. So even things like that were yeah pretty cool. How was the people there? Were like, you know, were they? Do they talk and walk like a different way, like in terms of, you know, their... Yeah, I think they... Uh, is it like a nostalgia sort of thing or not really? Oh, uh, 
in Jerusalem, it's full of tourists, um, but it's full of tourists that are searching for something. Mm. Like, it's it's not Israel is not really a place you go for a holiday yep, generally. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah usually a place for like yeah people who are searching or pilgrims and that kind of thing. Um, so there, there's a so there's that side of it, and then there's all the tour people trying to yeah come by this and come on my tour and do this stuff that's jerusalem but it's real busy um really full-on but when you go to places like galilee there's less people and a bit more of a relaxed vibe um and the jews i think uh well the israelis uh um they've been through a lot as a as a nation and a lot of them, like, they all have to go through the army. Um, so everyone's, like, fit and, like, <laughs> like yeah. in good shape and that kind of thing. But also um, maybe a bit suspicious of, like, more people around and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Not, not so much in Jerusalem because they're used to kind of everyone coming through. Yeah. Um, but more outside there, yeah. How's, like, a lot of beggars and stuff like that? Um. A few, not like, um, like I think th- I've seen more in Auckland. Far out, so yeah. It's pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I was just wondering if it was like you know this is where Jesus was, like if there was a certain mm. aura or something like that. Or <laughs> nah, or nah, uh, like, certain places, po- yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, like we we went on a boat ride in the Sea of Galilee. Yeah, and you were like, oh yeah, this is where. And like, some of the wars, you know, yeah, different things like yeah. that. Yeah. Some of the, yeah, because we also did, um, so we went to a few museums, um, the Holocaust Museum, that was heavy. Um, well, yeah, yeah. There's there's one place in there and it's like a memorial to all the, um, all the children that died in the oh, Holocaust. Okay. And so you walk into this room and it's like basically like a hallway of mirrors and lights. And so it's almost like you're walking into like the stars and it's just like little lights everywhere. And over the speaker, there's a um, a voice reading out every single name. And it, as soon as you walk in, it's just heavy. And it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, flip, like this is like, like no one wants to talk in like. Uh, Real somber sort of. Yeah, yeah. But it was such a like amazing memorial. Hmm. Um, but yeah, there there were a few places like that that were just felt heavy and like you just feel lost. Um, right. Yeah. How how was um the because the, the schedule was so full on? Like how was it you like listening and keeping up? Like because you know um, I don't know I just think of like school and stuff. You know you sort of just switch off for like the set of parts. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. You know, like was it like that or because um, the days were so so long and yeah there was a bit of that <laughs> um or we really trying hard yeah, to yeah like i was trying I was, I was facing in the right direction <laughs> um but yeah i got like caught out a few times of just like looking out into like wow that's like the wailing wall and and arnold's talking about something you know just like i can't believe i'm here <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah when we went to the jordan river Another time, oh, it's right. like, oh, this potentially is where Jesus got baptized. Right, it's right. Just like, oh, um, yeah, hard to describe um, what it feels like. Uh, but yeah, certain moments where it was just like you couldn't 
couldn't focus and that kind of thing and then yeah also the tiredness kicked in yeah um, <laughs> tell one story um hope no one from my tours listening <laughs> <laughs> um so there were some people that uh, I think there was three names. Names, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tag their handles <laughs> on. Um, so I think there was three or four that joined us for like the last two weeks of the tour, and so they had just flown from America into um, into Tel Aviv or the airports between Tel Aviv and Jerusalem, and then driven like about three hours to where we were. And they arrived just basically just in time for Arnold's lecture. And so um, two of them went to sleep and <laughs> one lady came in. She was like real keen to listen to Arnold, but she yeah. had just got, she would have been jet lagged. She tra- traveled like, I don't know, it's like 12 hours or something on the plane and three hours in the car. Um, and so she's sitting there trying to listen and she's just like dozing off doing those like yeah, yeah. head back snatch things and the fun, the thing that got me is her head would like jump up and she'd go amen amen <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my, you are not listening to a word he was saying just shush it they fight it he probably loves the encouragement but <laughs> I don't know yeah <laughs> What does that do? Um, what does that do for your faith and your walk, man? Like oh. that type of experience. Yeah, life changing. I think. Um, I think like my story when I realized that um, God had opened all these doors for me to learn. It definitely uh, flicked a switch in my mm. mind. Like um, this is actually serious. <laughs> yeah. I don't take a lot of things seriously. In life. <laughs> um, but I was like this, Oh, this is actually serious. And this can like impact so many people and blah, blah, blah. Um, but the, like the reality of it, um, hit home as well. Like, yeah, Jesus walked here somewhere. Um, <laughs> he went in that river right there. He, yeah, he taught the apostles then Matthew's from here. And so, all these kind of things like the reality of it and like the visual of it like ah yeah this is where paul might have grown up maybe i don't know um in that area yeah yeah yeah, different yeah yeah, this is this is where mary magdalene's from and it's like oh like i think sometimes we're very detached from the bible and bible stories Hmm. um but there was like not front row seats but it's like yeah these this is the actual place where they were yeah and uh, yeah there was a whole new kind of reality um to it yeah Yeah. and there was it's the whole thing of um romans 828 all things work together for good for those who love the lord and live according to his purpose and then someone's like oh okay so he can work all these things, but you have to love him and you have to live according to his purpose. And so, ah, okay. So now I have to sort out my life and start living. Uh, yeah. So, so you did get the, you know, how you went to the Seychelles, like looking for something, and then mm. it's all connecting for you now. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm, I'm supposed to be a teacher. I'm here to learn and to grow. And yeah. So yeah. when I get back, did yeah. it sort of click? Yeah, that whole yeah it was it was literally in that moment when I got the text from Mac and everything just aligned and it was like my life wasn't just a series of random events that just happened. Yeah, it was all 
um, like I could see the influence in the hand of God in certain parts of my life kind of pushing me to the, that point in time. Mm. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. And then, because even like when you cast back from there before I was even alive and you think about Jesus dying on the cross um, and that whole thing and how that led to that moment and then not even Jesus dying on the cross there was there's a whole backstory to how he got there and so right back to Genesis when God created the whole world um, with the tree of the knowledge of good and evil right from then God had a plan and it, even though it's not me in the story it's still part of my story because I'm mm. kind of standing on top of that foundation yeah I got what you're saying yeah we're yeah. like adding to it eh? yeah yeah like yeah. this is my part in his story is how he has influenced my life um yeah and when that then when that kind of clicked in your mind was like oh this moment is thousands and thousands of years in the making and then and it, it doesn't end here it's just it's another beginning of what else is possible and so there's there's been so many times since then as well where i've had to pinch myself and be like oh i wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that trip and if it wasn't for seisha's and if it wasn't for mum's cancer and my boss and or, you know if it wasn't for my friend that brought me to church and if it wasn't for this and this going back and I was yeah like, oh it's all very heavy <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah providence yeah yeah and um but when i look back at it it's so hard to ignore it like a it's like i can't see it any other way like yeah. it, of course this happened yeah of course that he designed this to to be mm. so you wasn't like uh Jonah where you wanted to run away you you sort of <laughs> more accepting of it yeah. like seeing all those things like in your in your mind and everything aligning you're like oh, okay yeah well i think um did you try to run away from it or no well i i was probably running away <laughs> before that point right right that was probably my swallowed by the fish moment was sitting in Israel about to um <laughs> to share the share the devotion was yeah um, that was probably yeah, the fish spitting me out in Nineveh, <laughs> um, and and yeah, and that's when I kind of was clicked in like, oh yep, okay, need to make some changes, yeah. do some stuff. <laughs> I think it was my last guest, um, Kelly. Um, she's she has a saying: uh, when you love being Maori, Maori uh, will love you. Mm. And um, like she's talking about how you know being 100% into it and loving it and loving life and that has opened all these doors for her and opportunities mm. and I think of like other people in different sports and arts and crafts and when they get right into something things open up yeah yeah does it been like that in your walk 100% like um, when people sort of dabble and nothing happens but if they get like all in yeah then like things happen yeah yeah definitely um, I Auntie Kathy would always say questions create movement Mm. And so, yeah, whatever you're questioning, you, you're moving in that direction. And because you're, even your subconscious subconscious tries to fill in those gaps and answer those questions and you start searching for it. And so it's even like if you're thinking about buying a car and say you're 
wanting to buy a, a new Nissan. And then you start seeing all these Nissans around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that whole thing. Whatever you're focusing on, whatever you're, wherever your energy kind of is, you start um, seeing it and you start, yeah, connecting it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because when she said that, I was thinking about it and then like, I was thinking of, um, say like a musician, you know, they, they play and they love it and all of a sudden they get invited to do like a gig at someone's birthday. Mm. Yeah, like yeah. Really, hey, it's like, hey son, you're really good. Mm. Would you want to play in this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe like a pub thing or something like that. Like, hey, man. You know, like, mm. but they get right into it and like being a real master or, or maybe not a master, but a student, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Of something. And then I guess like with the Bible studies. Yeah. Like, there's a, there's a the whole more thing. we commit to the Lord, like the more things, mm. yeah. like in our part of the body, yeah, you know yeah. whatever we've been given yeah the more we commit to that yeah whatever we've been called to whatever we've been equipped with yeah and yeah it's that whole kind of momentum that kind of drives it yeah and there's another saying it's something like um i'll probably stuff it up um but something like the biggest thing holding you back is not getting started mm, and yeah. it's like yeah once you start on the course then you yeah you start seeing things you start like getting invited to um different stuff and the, you start having more conversations about the thing and probably Facebook spying on you and so the, the ads pop up and <laughs> it's meant to be yeah yeah it's, it's my sign <laughs> yeah just like yeah I get what you mean like those things will pop up it's crazy mm. it actually works that way yeah, it's actually yeah. a true way yeah when you search those things that'll make a step or say even say something write something down mm. yeah um, yeah I was listening to a podcast today and I was talking about that, about, um, you know, have you ever thought of someone or whatever and then you get a call or text or something like mm, that? Yeah, yeah. And like, there's a connection in a way. Yeah. Uh, I don't fully understand it, but I, I, I sort, yeah, I sort of believe in it, eh? like the, the vibration sort of thing. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. There's something in it, something, something yeah, happens. Yeah. And so, uh, being a teacher, how, like, I thought it was cool, man, like, because I really enjoyed the study, like I was saying before, we went a bit deeper, but mm. I think um, what I really liked is you study, but you haven't done like, um, I guess, formal Bible study, <laughs> yeah, you know, because yeah. at our church, they really encourage that mm. and like, um, like going to Bible college and getting the paper and stuff. And I've always sort of been like, oh, you don't need to do that. You know, you can study on your own. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can still like look at um, the apostles and stuff yeah, like that, you know, yeah. and a lot of other Great men in the Bible and women stuff. Mm. So, like, oh. 100%. No, so I'm, I'm not against it, mm. but I just don't think it's 100% necessary for you to be a teacher or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And that's I like, uh, really enjoyed yours. Um, going a bit deeper, but you've almost, you've done your own degree in a way, <laughs> yeah. you know, just informally. Yeah, well, it's formal, yeah. but it's not world formal, mm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those like, um, Jesus himself was an example of this. So yeah. um, throughout the Bibles, sorry, throughout the Bible, throughout the Gospels, um, the Pharisees questioned, oh, Jesus, where did you get your authority from? Mm. And in the Jewish context, it's kinda, they're kind of asking, well, you didn't go to a rabbinic school. You didn't train under a rabbi. That's that's kind of like the degree um, that we would have these days. So he, he didn't go to any rabbi school. Um, and so they, yeah, question where's his authority from. Um, but if you dig in a bit deeper into that, you read in Isaiah that um, the Lord would wake him up morning, morning and 
every morning um, to disciple him and so he would study his scriptures on his own and who's a better example of how we should live than Jesus <laughs> like, okay I'll try and do this <laughs> yeah yeah and um, but I and I also think like um, going back to the whole when I was younger thinking that the priest did everything and we just steal everything that the priest is doing <laughs> yeah um, it was kind of like I wanted to learn the scriptures and be able to stand on my own two feet with it and mm. not say, oh, this passage means this because that's what Mac and Ellie said. Or right, right, right. That means this because Arnold said. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm big into yeah reading the Bible for myself and do I come to that same logical conclusion or do I need to ask some more questions or whatever it is. Um, but as long as it can... I can trace it back to I can I can read it here in this verse and this verse and this verse and when I put it together my logical conclusion is still this and then I commit it to prayer is this what it means um, and then yeah trusting in the Holy Spirit to tell me when I get it right and when I get it wrong yeah mm. what's your uh, I guess schedule look like you know like if we hear like a lesson or message and we're like damn man i need to pray or read more <laughs> but um we, we usually maybe do for a little bit or fade in and out yeah, do yeah. you have like um a routine or schedule that you uh, have um you know adhere to mm. and maybe some tips or something like that you know because yeah. i think we've all done the old yeah yeah, yeah. i'm on fire man, yeah like, yeah last for just a week, me to this conference yeah 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 i'm ready yeah yeah send me lord <laughs> yeah yeah do you have like a routine or something like that yeah i think that's that is one big thing i learned in my discipleship with Derek um was the whole the importance of a quiet time and what i i kind of like dug really deep into that whole thing as well and time just time in general so I'm naturally very go with the flow um but there was one year where i thought oh i need to be a bit more intentional about my life um this was after israel as well <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. i've got all this time and yeah god's giving me this time and this resource and this gifting and this whatever um and trying to learn how to steward that whole thing yeah so what i did is i i created a spreadsheet and i um put into half hour blocks what i did in the day mm. uh, um and so i i could map out my whole um my week like oh yeah wake up at seven or seven thirty <laughs> um, yeah get ready go to work lunch at this time after work i have a touch game and then i have dinner and then i have study or whatever it was um into half hour blocks and then i did this whole exercise of um what are my values um and so it's like god family people um career or blah 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 and i was like and so I looked at it, and uh, the question was, does my time reflect my values? Mm. Um, and at the time, it, not really. <laughs> um, so I spent a lot of time doing nothing, and, and not a lot of time yeah, building good habits and this kind of thing. So I was like, okay, so what does my ideal week look like? And so I was like, okay, ideally I'd, I'd wake up at 6.30 and I'd um, have my quiet time and I'll pray and blah 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 and so it was this and 
everything had an allocation so um, in the week I would spend um, like four hours quiet time five hours of study three hours of ministry um, 40 hours at work and even to the point like uh, five hours of eating dinner or like <laughs> true like everything yeah everything and then I, I tracked myself over a month to see like so I after each day, I'd write in what I actually did and see how it compute. Was it like tempting to like sort of <laughs> fudge the numbers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, but uh, I did a thing where if I get it 80% right, I'm on track. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they gave me that 20% threshold because like sometimes, yeah, people would show up at my house and say, oh, there goes my saxophone practice because right, yeah. I'm going to go talk to them. Yeah. And because I had done that whole thing about my values, I could more easily interchange things and think, oh, yeah, saxophone's not important as people. That's an easy decision or whatever right. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, you got your values str- like strongly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, one, I think once you get that, you can make decisions easier because um, mm. you know who you are and where you stand and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so then I realized... Uh, 6.30 is not a good time for quiet time for me because <laughs> I was useless at waking up. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do it at night. And then, so that, that's been way better. And oh, I, yeah, I'd yeah. spend way more time, like uh, over an hour, um, just yeah, in my word, praying or different things. Um, but then more recently, I'm trying to get it to to train myself to be a morning person. <laughs> yeah. Um, with varied success um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah it's it's still still a journey so i don't i don't really have a hard out structured routine but i've kind of because it's in my mind all the time i feel it when i haven't done it or if if i've if it gets to 11 p.m at night and i haven't opened my word i can really feel it Mm. I, f- I feel the loss. I feel it too, yeah. man. It's, yeah, yeah it's I feel all, a bit empty in a, yeah, for me personally. Yeah. yeah, and so it's it's just like not eating, yeah. like you feel hungry. Yeah, and it's the same kind of thing with yeah. I haven't spent time with God today. Oh crap. <laughs> yeah. Um, which yeah. So, I yeah I don't have a kind of set strict routine. I kind of planned my life to be flexible. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Try to get an hour in usually in the evening somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But there's the whole thing of like honoring that time. Um, yeah. And right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and not just tagging it on at the end of things. I got what you're saying. Because yeah. that's what they did. Eh? They they had certain times in that, like back in the Old Testament, you know. Yeah, where yeah. Where they would pray and set it aside. Yeah. I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Like so Not giving you a leftover type of thing. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's still that, but I think... Again, because I went through that whole value thing, um, I can yeah more easily make that kind of decision to oh, actually I don't need to eat right now. <laughs> I can just yeah I can just sit here and pray and um, yeah do that. I think that's a really cool activity, and I've actually heard it a few times. But to be honest, I've been too scared to do it oh, because yeah, yeah. Um, I know I'll like. I muck around a lot. <laughs> I don't yeah, want to see yeah. it. I don't <laughs> want to. It's very exposing. Yeah, I don't want to see me on Netflix and yeah, yeah. on social media. Mm. Or, you know, like it, it would be good though. Like I, ha- I think I, I can't remember where, but um, no, I think that that's really um, 
cool what you did, man, because especially like you were saying, you're um, quite a go off the flow guy. Mm, so yeah. that takes a lot of discipline and intention, right? Yeah. To, yeah. to do something that, like that? That word, intention. <laughs> you know, no, especially yeah. you're saying you just sort of like, you know, go yeah. off the flow and mm. pretty relaxed, easygoing yeah. type of thing. So and it was something I kind of like in my journey when I first came to CCF, like everyone was wanting to like take me out to lunch or take me out to serve and take me out to listen to this preacher and that preacher and so it was so much easier to go with the fro- go with the flow and still get fed and still grow yeah um but then you start getting older and then they're like oh you can drive yourself <laughs> you can make your own decisions and and so it was like oh like people are not choosing for me anymore i have to choose for myself um and so, yeah, I mean, if I managed to choose um, all the things that came naturally when I was younger, if I managed to choose that, I'd, I'd still be growing heaps as well. So, yeah, um, yeah it was that, that plus um, filling your... Uh, something I found really helpful was like filling my day so much with good stuff that I didn't have time for bad stuff or right. like neutral kind of stuff so the focus was more on saying yes to the good things rather than saying no to the bad things yeah yeah yeah. which i think um really helped me yeah you're really committed to a lot of good stuff yeah yeah and fun things and yeah there was a quote i really like um you know you shape your values and then your values shape you Mm, type of thing i got it from the legacy book um yeah. The all black one. So yeah, I, I really like that one. quote and yeah, me and Fear have have uh, shaped our values and um it's not <laughs> it's not an automatic thing, eh? Yeah. You always have to keep like referring back to it. Yeah, and, keep and, refining, keep yeah, developing. And and reminding, you know, like, oh yeah, that's not a li- in line with our, our yeah, values yeah. in terms of time. Mm, and one saying that um helped me especially over the last year is um sometimes the sometimes the fastest way to get somewhere is slowly mm. and i was like ah oh, yeah i don't have to make this big dramatic change yeah. um right now and go cold turkey on everything i can just slowly chip away like the whole what's the fastest way to eat an elephant one bite at a time yeah, that, yeah. that's all you can do so it's yeah. like that whole incremental steps and then when you fast forward 10 years, you're in a completely different space. Yeah. Mm. You're in Israel or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, that was never in my plan. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. And so you started, you listened to, to God's call and you, you started the Bible study and everything. Mm. How was that, like being a teacher um, Yeah. when you didn't expect it? Um, challenging, really challenging. Because, um, yeah, I'm not a, I didn't like public speaking mm. and... Um, but it was one of those things where it became like I, I knew what the goal was, knew what the vision was. So everything in the way just became details. Mm. Um, so it was like, oh, it will feel awkward and weird and you'll get anxious and blah, blah, blah. But that doesn't actually matter. <laughs> what yeah. matters is the end goal. And I was like, ah, oh, OK. So I kind of just learned to get over it. <laughs> yeah. Just jump in, get over it. You're... Yeah, and because I'm always like honest about like I don't know everything. Um, don't just take my word for it. Do your <laughs> yeah. own study. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Oh, yeah, I remember you always say that. Yeah, yeah. Look it up yourself as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Here's, here's the verses that I looked at. You go read it or you do your thing. And, yeah. Um, yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day, um, we all have to make our own choices and that's what we'll be judged on on Judgment Day. Mm. It's not, um, I I did this because AJ said to do this or I did this because Max said to do this. Um, it's like, oh, but you chose to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... I think you're doing a great job and the, the studies that went along to is really cool because sometimes like go Bible studies or church or whatever different churches um, mm. they were like trying to preach about their religion mm. and um, as opposed to like just looking at the word mm. and what it's saying and what's the context and, yeah, you yeah. know I felt like I didn't feel like you were trying to convert me to anything mm. you know yeah. it was just like this is what I read and this is what it what's yeah. happened and from, yeah yeah you know this word means this and that and i, I really yeah. like that yeah i think a lot of times um we try and help god <laughs> yeah as yeah as if we can help god um when yeah and we can try and overcomplicate things and we can overthink things and we can over spiritualize stuff um i've seen that a lot um like sometimes jesus is just going down the road <laughs> yeah yeah not everything is like um super spiritual and has a super deep meaning but then there are occasions when it does have a super deep meaning or um and uh, yeah the thing i kind of like is just yeah what does the word actually say and if there is a super deep meaning does the word confirm that it has a super deep meaning or yeah um rather than checking on my own um <laughs> oh no nah, yeah nah, jesus was saying this and this and this because blah 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 but <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not in the bible um and so yeah i think uh that's also part of my upbringing where um yeah like certain churches um would preach about um like infant baptism for example and then i'll look through the bible where does it say infant baptism and, oh nowhere oh so why do we talk about it <laughs> um yeah i was like it didn't make sense to me yeah I was yeah like, okay what what does the bible say about baptism and yeah um so that's kind of what i like um, yeah yeah no that was really cool i enjoyed that and then um so you obeyed and then started studies and then you went to New York as well on another, mm, yes. um, uh, another pilgrimage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, Arnold, who uh, did my tour, he runs a camp, uh, Camp Shoshana, in upstate New York. Um, and uh, yeah, I've been meaning to go for to it for years, <laughs> and yeah, ever since 2016 when I got back from the Seychelles, so that was my next thing. Um, but yeah, it wasn't until last year that um, I felt like, oh yeah, this is the time kind of thing. And um, I was very blessed. I got a, a scholarship to go. Um, Far yeah. Yeah, from uh, Ariel, New Zealand. So Ariel is the ministry that Arnold started. And there's a branch in New Zealand. And um, yeah, they were offering scholarships where they pay for... Uh, half your flights and half your camp basically oh, yeah. and so i was like oh cool i can afford to go <laughs> um yeah and then I, so it's god's will yeah it's god's will it's god's bill so yeah he opened doors again um and one of my uh boys from school is living over there so i got to catch up with him um 
but the the thing I really loved about the camp was it's just so focused in on the word in terms of um, the actual like kind of formalities of the camp. I think we had four or five hours of lectures a day, um, right. but we had a big gap in the middle, and um, there was a whole thing of meeting other believers from around the world that are. Um, not the same, but on a similar kind of buzz. Like, a, yeah, I really want to dig into God's word and learn what it says and that whole thing. Um, so there, yeah, met a, met a lot of amazing people. Um, so I got prayer warriors over the world praying yeah. for me, which is amazing. Um, and no, but the, yeah, the biggest thing was, yeah, so focused and there was no other responsibilities. Like, food's taken care of. Um, don't have to work it's just you and time with god and the word so you're sort of like a professional athlete yeah yeah, you just worry about the studies (laughs) yeah that's it and preparing and yeah and it's it's almost yeah it's just like uh like i don't i don't get that kind of time here in new zealand yeah because i yeah you have to go to work and um, different commitments. Have to, have to actually teach, not yeah. just learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, all these different things. Um, but yeah, I mean, t- I definitely like a simple life where not much responsibilities. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah. think I think it's uh, cool, man, because you you know you went to Israel, did that trip, and you came back and you actually started like teaching. Because mm. you know sometimes we can just think we need to keep learning yeah, and we do yeah. it never ends but we've got to actually do something like yeah. with the little we do know it's still uh enough to yeah there to is teach. something that i can pass on yeah because um, yeah. people just want to keep like a degree after degree or, yeah, or yeah. whatever you know paper after paper but it's like um use what some of you what you got you know mm. like oh i think i need to do this first before i do that i was like well you got that though use that yeah, as well yeah. you know like, like you can do both yeah yeah <laughs> mm. and so you know you did some studies then you went to new york and then you come back you, you know you're still doing studies so mm. i think yeah. that's a really cool thing yeah and it's been real cool because um last year um we started in daniel doing end times and then this year into Revelation doing end times. And then COVID hit. And there's so many conspiracies about Bill Gates and vaccines and microchips and like Mark of the Beast and all this kind of stuff. And it was like, when I look back, I was like, oh, what what God timing again was like, we've, we've made our way through Daniel and we're almost at the end of Revelation and we can put these events into context and into perspective yeah um so even that yeah god has been so faithful and so graceful as well because <laughs> i'm sure i've s- said some rubbish <laughs> um yeah when people are asking questions like mm, i think maybe i don't know <laughs> google it <No. laughs> um but yeah so yeah it's definitely like a a challenge and a learning experience but I think after what I what I've seen God do in my life I it's so much harder to say no than to say yes. Yeah. Mm. And another thing um I like man the studies is uh, cuz you know there's 
Uh, I'm not big on the the heart. Um, the, the, <laughs> no, no, I'm big on the heart, but the, uh, the fluffy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I just want to learn the word. Yeah, yeah, no, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, sometimes you want to go deep on the word, you know, yeah. like learn and really un- try to understand mm. it and really grasp it. Like, I don't want to cry. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> there, there's a space for that. Yeah, I and mean, there's a space for a study. Yeah, yeah. And I think. Um, I think another thing is like we, yeah, again, we overcomplicate and over-spiritualize and sometimes we just need to teach the word and let the Holy Spirit do its thing yeah. rather than trying to be like, oh, how's your heart right now? And how did this speak to you? And like, I mean, maybe there's a place for that, but there's definitely a place for studying the word and digging yeah. into the um, that thing, yeah. yeah. Uh, any uh, projects or stuff going on at the moment or planning towards? Uh, a lot, actually. Yeah. Um, some some secret squirrel stuff that I'll get in touch with you about. At yeah, some yeah. Um, but in terms of um, the Bible, uh, one of my things that I'm kind of wanting to do is put the Bible into chronological order in a timeline that you can zoom in and out of like google maps type of thing um so if you zoom all the way out you get the big stuff god created the world in genesis he established israel um then they got some kings then jesus came then revelation happens um and then but then having the mechanism where you can zoom in to like particular stories and see how like the specific story of um say david and goliath and how does that fit into god's overall plan and so because there's there's so many lessons you can learn from just that story and then there's so many lessons that you can learn about how does that progress the biblical narrative Mm. so for example you can look at David and Goliath and look at um, a guy who has been prepared by uh, protecting his sheep um, in the wilderness as a sheep boy. And then he has the the courage to go up against Goliath and he goes at him with the Lord's strength kind of thing. And that's like, cool, cool story. Um, but then also in the biblical narrative, there's a whole prophecy that the Messiah is going to come through the nation of Israel and then more specifically the tribe of Judah and then more specifically um, through David's line and so if you trace Jesus um, ancestry you see it goes to David and you see that David um, had to become a king because Judah was the tribe that was meant to be the king's but Saul, who was the king before David, he's from the tribe of Benjamin. And so when you think about the ancient world, usually um, kingship is just handed down son to son to son. Hmm. So you'd think Saul would just pass it on to um, Jonathan. But no, the prophecy was that Judah is going to be the king. So David had to be the guy. Hmm. And so so it works on like different levels. Right, and so right, I'd right. love to be able to visualize that and zoom in and out of yeah in this story you learn these lessons but when you zoom out of it you see it progresses the biblical narrative or progresses god's plan yeah because that wouldn't be easy to to pick up that example 
just by looking at it. Like, yeah, yeah. You exactly. have to look into it a bit, eh? Yeah, yeah. To see that, oh, okay, it's switched yeah. from tribe Benjamin to Judah, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's that whole thing. Yeah, there's there's different levels to the stories where it's like part of God's big plan, as well as yeah, these are the little details that um, push yeah. it forward. Yeah. Through your studies, you mainly look at it. Oh, through like. Was it a Jewish, Jewish perspective? Jewish perspective yeah. right? So the culture. Yeah, it's one of those things where, um, like, if you're a Samoan person writing the Bible, um, you would probably put in a lot of Samoan culture stuff that Samoans understand, but non-Samoans don't, mm. just because they don't know the culture. So you'd probably put in a whole bit about Samoa and Falavlavis and all these things that yeah a Samoan person would understand um, but non-Samoans wouldn't understand similarly it's the Jewish people that wrote the Bible and it's not the Jewish people of today it's the Jewish people of thousands of years ago so there's this whole cultural context that uh, we miss because we're not Jews and we're not 2,000 years old um, so uh, an easy example is in John 3 when Jesus is talking to Nicodemus and Nicodemus is basically asking how do I be saved and Jesus says um, you have to be born of water and born of the spirit now to a non-Jewish person we read oh born of water that means baptism but no in a Jewish context born of water just means born physically so when a woman's water breaks that's the whole born of water thing. Mm. And so it's easy to just look at that and be like, oh, I have to be baptized and to be saved. But actually, no, you don't. You just have to be born and then born of the Spirit, which is the whole uh, born again thing. So you're born physically, born again spiritually. But that whole context gets missed because mm. we don't understand, oh, born of water is like a Jewish kind of phrase that they that the rabbis used. Yeah. It's it's a long time ago, eh? Yeah, yeah. You know, the culture is different mm. and this New Zealand or you know, yeah, whatever like yeah. we We're so our, far away from Israel. We've got our yeah. own culture and Yeah. So yeah, I know what you mean, like when I read stuff we just you sort of just jump like, Oh, this is what this mm. and sometimes it is literal and sometimes it's maybe a bit of yeah cultural yeah. different stuff. Yeah, yeah. Towards it. And there's especially like in Matthew, because Matthew is writing to a Jewish audience, so he assumes a lot of Jewish knowledge already. Um so yeah, it's easy to miss things like that. Yeah. Um and the pulpit is probably not necessarily the best place to dig into all of those things. Right. Because um, automatically there's like a whole bunch of questions, but you're not going to stop the church service to ask all these questions. So, um, yeah, it's the importance of um, having a, a space for yeah study and questions and time to challenge things and that whole stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So separate to the to, to the lesson, eh? Yeah, because yeah. it's supposed to be more edifying and encouraging. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. Different type of yeah. yeah, yeah. And people approach that different ways, and yeah. Um, I always think of like uh, your feeding on the word, like um, just like your normal diet it has to be well balanced. Mm. Like there's yeah, there's time for the hard out study stuff, and then there's time to just read a proverb and get some wise lessons and then 
there's time to read in chronological order and time to dig into specific themes and right, right. yeah so there's there's all these different ways that you can kind of divide the word um that is useful and so if you have a good well-balanced diet then you'll grow yeah it's, it's like a lot of things eh yeah like yeah, even yeah. when i think of like training mm. you know you do too much of the same style you usually get an injury or something yeah like yeah you do it and then you switch it up and if you're all chest and <laughs> no pulling then yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you get forward shoulders all the mirror muscles yeah so yeah that mm. way as well sort of balancing it out yeah yeah even our normal lives eh yeah too and much of uh yeah one aspect and even like if you think too much word and no action right yeah, yeah. like oh sorry god just wait there while i finish this chapter and uh I'll get back to praying later. Or it's bad. Like yeah. yeah, there's there's more to your walk than your word and your prayer, but those are ginormous things that you can't can't do it without. Yeah. Um, yeah. But balance. So there's a few things going on. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of that's cool. The chronological thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a artsy person, so. Uh, any creative artsy people listening, uh, get in touch. So just to help put it together? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, or, yeah, because I'd like it to be online as well. Um, yeah. Or like an app or something, I don't know. Um, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So there's that kind of thing. Um, one of my big things I'm working on is just the young adults at, uh, um, at CCF and yep. at church. And, um yeah, I learned so much from them, and like I find it so fascinating just people and how they think and who they are and all that kind of stuff. Um, so trying to upskill in that area and facilitate a um, right, place right. of learning and growth and development and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Business idea on the way, which is the one that I'll talk to you about more. Oh more yeah, 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 yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, and then but the other thing is because I'm I'm getting surgery on my ankle in a few weeks. Yeah. Um. So I need to get get good at rehab and um back into discipline physically. Yeah. Which I've neglected since uh, <laughs> since <laughs> lockdown. COVID, yeah, 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 yeah. Hard to get it going again. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. Bad habits form just as easily as good habits. I think. <laughs> Before we get into the final few questions, any like uh, stuff I guess for people, I don't know, I guess not like a lesson or nothing, who don't believe like from you know being in uh, Israel and you know standing where you know Jesus mm. was and you know some of the, some of the other people in the Bible and yeah yeah message like you know people are like it's, it's so far fetched to some you know yeah um I think I'd go back to the Christians create movement. Right, right. Um, yeah, I'm I'm naturally curious, but I would encourage everyone to just yeah question everything. Like, why do you do what you do? Why do you believe what you believe? And just yeah, dig into that. And I think um, well, in my journey, I've kind of seen like everything leads leads back to God somehow. Um, yeah, I might be a bit biased because I was raised um, in a Catholic church, well, semi in a Catholic church and then at Catholic schools. Um, but even, yeah, like questioning, yeah, all your beliefs kind of thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, and if you're interested, Israel is a great place to go, even for a holiday. Yeah. 
the Mediterranean Sea, you have wonders of the world, you can go to Jordan, which is just across where Petra is. So that's the whole Transformers um, thing. Yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Man, yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Um, the Dead Sea, you can you can float. You're, you're weightless on, in the sea. Um, and the food's amazing. Like, it it's, it gets a bad rip because there's lots of bombs and missiles and that kind of thing. Um, but I didn't feel unsafe at all while I was there. Yeah, other um, than the three hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, other than that. You were all good? Yeah. And actually, um, Trump came when I was there. Yeah? And so there was one time we got locked in this kind of plaza because his motorcade thing was going past. So he's had and, to stop everything? Yeah, yeah, and there's helicopters and army guys and all this kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, I think... Um, despite all of that Israel is an amazing place um, yeah. yeah definitely a place to go if you're searching if you're yeah. questioning yeah yeah cool man uh, final few questions uh, greatest lesson uh, your mum and dad has taught you oh greatest lesson uh, I think probably they taught me how to give things a go and do well in it kind of thing and so when I look at my life, I have such a diverse range of interests um, from like, like I played the saxophone and I like marine conservation. And I do the whole diving thing I'm very much into my Bible. I've just bought a smoker, so I'm getting into the whole barbecue thing. Um, so, yeah, they kind of just, they facilitated a place where... Um, yeah, me and my siblings can just go chase after whatever we wanted. Um, yeah, they didn't give us too much direction. Like, they didn't say, yeah, you have to become a lawyer or a doctor or yeah. whatever. Like but, a good uh, parent does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're just like, if you do it, you do it well. <laughs> right, right, whatever you choose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's um, I like that diversity that you got there. Mm, yeah, yeah. 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 Different, um, it's not just yeah. down the same line. It's funny because I work in a bank as well, in a, like a assurance team, which is kind of internal audity kind of thing. Um, and yeah, like uh, in my workplace, I do random stuff <laughs> compared to um, some of the other people there. Yeah, that's cool, man. Um, greatest book you've read? I, I, I guess I'll be, I, the <laughs> Bible, the Bible? There, the Bible. Mm. Um, greatest book. Uh, one that really changed my kind of thinking um, was a book called Outliers oh, by oh, Malcolm yeah. Gladwell. Yeah, yeah. He he basically looks at um people who are ultimately successful. So people like Bill Gates, um, and even sports teams like uh, Canadian ice hockey. Um, and he looks at other than like persistence and determination and that kind of thing, why are they so successful? Um, and so there's a cool story about Jews actually, I'll just share. Um, when the the Jews came over in New York and uh, a lot of them wanted to be lawyers back in the day, um, but at the time the, uh, I think it was like criminal law was the big thing that all the big lawyers um, were getting into. Um, and there was a whole bunch of um, like, commercial like corporate merger stuff that um they didn't really want they thought that was stink work so they they gave all that kind of work to the jews who were in new york and then yeah you fast forward 20 30 years and 
um, like some of the mergers are worth like billions and trillions of dollars and whatever um, and so they need good lawyers and the people with all the experience and the skills uh, were the Jewish lawyers so mm. now in New York there's a whole bunch of big Jewish law firms and so it's it looked at success as in there was a there was a opportunity that set these guys apart and made them ready to become these big successful corporate merger lawyer people, um, as opposed to someone maybe with the same brains and the same determination, but maybe they weren't Jewish, so they worked in the criminal sector and they didn't become as successful. So yeah, he looks at it in a different yeah, kind of way, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, that is so interesting." I I read that book, man. It was really good. I read it years ago. Eh? I, um, I had a client, and he was a doctor. Ah, yeah. And he uh, he gave he gifted it to me. Ah, cool. And um, yeah, it was really cool uh, examples in the day. Mm. I, the first one was the um, I think it was the Italians in Pennsylvania or something like that, and they uh, ate like um, they they died, and that wasn't that good and uh, stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. But they had good relationships and mm. community. Yeah, yeah. And that was a big reason why they, they weren't um, suffering some of the illnesses as the surrounding people. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they were like the outliers in the area. Like, why aren't these guys getting sick? Everyone else yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. But it's because they... Um, There's something in their culture that... Yeah. Really explained why they would just eat these certain things and they... Yeah. But it wasn't the f- like the food was like they used to eat bad as well like everyone mm. else. But it was um, they were happy. And yeah, yeah. Uh, sir, yeah, I think similar to the one you were saying about the lawyers and yeah. That. And I, I think because I, I don't think I well, I don't remember a lot of the lessons in the book specifically, but I just remember the way he thinks about things mm. is different. He yeah. the way he questions it and it, yeah probably again going back to the questions create movement yeah and the the types of questions you ask lead you to these weird and wonderful answers that you um didn't really consider yeah no he's he's good man he's a good he's a good writer eh? mm. like old, uh, Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah. uh favorite quote or saying oh um <laughs> favorite verse yeah is uh from First John one nine, and it's if we confess our sins, God is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And probably the reason is because I make so many mistakes, (laughs) (laughs) get things so wrong. But God is faithful and He's righteous. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And lastly, um, it's just your definition of success. Oh, I think for me is just. Uh, fulfilling whatever God has called me to to do or to be, yeah, yeah. yeah. whatever that looks like, that's what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cool man. Um, anything else that you want to add before we wrap it up? Um, maybe just to say thank you for inviting me. <laughs> no, and, um, I I love the whole concept of like yeah, getting different people from different walks of life, and um, you can learn so much from people especially if they're different from you you can learn so much about perspective or yeah different things you haven't considered and yeah so yeah and that's cool thanks for coming up man and you know thanks the the bible studies do and sending me through for the uh the audio version too Mm. learn a lot and um and you know uh uh, much respect for you you know listening to god's call and it's encouraging (laughs) 
You know, and like I said, taking those little steps, eh? Yeah, he, he took and, me all the way to Israel before I listened. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool that, you know, but it's taken you years. Mm. And like, I guess I, I start to see that more now as I get older. Like, yeah. like I, you know, yeah, like you said, when I reflect, like, oh, this, all these things were in an accident. Yeah, yeah. You know, this was part of the story. Yeah. I guess I see that. Um, mm. It's cool to hear your testimony. Right? Yeah, some people just have like a moment and then everything changes. But mine was definitely a slow build. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Slow grind. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's been cool. Uh, cool, man. Thanks, AJ. Appreciate your time and uh, all the best with those projects. Thank you. And thank uh, you. We'll, we'll try to get you on, uh, you know, once in the future. <laughs> once to I hear those yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cheers, bro. Thank yeah. you.